Welcome to the Do Business Better podcast, the place for ideas you can implement to achieve prosperity. You'll get insights from successful business people on how they do business better. You'll glean tactics on creating a life and business by choice because we interview real business people who've done just that. Now here's your host, Damian Mason. Greetings, friends. Thanks for joining me here on the Do Business Better podcast, where we give you information, ideas, and insights you can use to create a life and business by choice. But you already heard that in the introduction, so let's get right to it. Uh, We're going to talk today about the three types of support, why you need support, how you can cultivate the support, and then, more importantly, how to critically analyze and discern the difference between real support and enabling or coddling behavior. If you've read my book, Do Business Better, or if you've listened to it on Audible, you probably know that Chapter 24 is titled, You Are Not an Island. And in that chapter, I talk about some of the things we're going to cover right here today. You see, all of us work with and for other people. Uh, You know, every dollar you're going to make the rest of your life is currently someone else's dollar. We live in a society with other people. There's seven and a half billion people on this here earth. There are a a marketplace. The marketplace is filled with other people. Uh, Even if you're an introvert like me, a closet introvert like me, I should say, if you are uh, a rugged individualist, if you are self-employed, the reality is you always, we always work for other people. All of us work with and for other people. So as we go through this life and we're trying to do better, be more prosperous, it's critically important that we surround ourselves with the right people. Have you ever heard? Have you ever heard that you are the average of your five closest relationships? You may disagree with that, but there's a lot of truth to it. You are, and I am too, the average of our five closest relationships. There's an old thing that says you'll average your income will average that of the the five closest friends that you keep. Now, I don't pick my friends based on whether they make money or not. I do pick my relationships based on whether they're the right kind of people. You know, peer pressure gets a bad rap. Oh, they succumbed to peer pressure. Well, peer pressure is only bad if your peers are bad. So let's talk about you not being an island. We all work with, I mean, that's the idea here. We all work with and for other folks. So if that's the case, who are you surrounding yourself with? What are the support What are the support roles in your life? Well, there's three kinds of support, and I'm going to give them to you right now. They are truth and critical feedback, accountability, and backing when your back's against the wall. So let's talk about truth and critical feedback, because that is, in my opinion, the most important, the absolute most critical element of support that you can ever have in your life and in your business is someone that will give you the truth, even if it hurts, and feedback whether you want to hear it or not. You know, weak people don't seek out feedback. They don't want to hear the bad. They just want to hear the good. They surround themselves with good time Charlies and glad handers. Oh, you tried. You tried. If you've read my book, if you've heard my stuff, you know my very simple statement about that. Try is bullshit. There's no such thing as try. Try is what weak people say when they mean no. Are you going to come to my kid's bar mitzvah? I'll try. That means I don't want to hurt your feelings and tell you I have no interest in coming to your kid's party. Did you get that job done? Well, I'll try. I did try. No, you didn't try. You watched Flintstone reruns instead of working. So there's no try. There's just do. And hence the book is titled Do Business Better. This podcast is called Do Business Better. And I want you to do better, both business-wise and personally. So let's talk about then the real simple aspect of truth and critical feedback. You know, the example I give in my book is the best one I can give you. 2004. This is my third year of flailing, fourth year of flailing. 
Business was terrible. I'd lost half of my net worth. Hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars had gone out the door. I was living off of real estate equity, had sold off two pieces of real estate to live off of. My business was in the tank. My money was in the tank. My personal, my emotions, my God, I was a disaster. Finally, I said, I can't go on like this. Called everybody I know. I spent six months calling everybody I knew that would arrange an appointment or an inter- interview with me, and I finally got a job offer. I was going to sell medical devices. Came home and told Lori. And my wife said, Damien, don't take that job. Don't take that job. If you take that job, your spirit will be crushed. Your creativity will leave the room. You'll be uh, smashed. You'll be crushed. Your independence, your zest for life, your zeal, your creativity is all going to go out the window. She said, I know you'll be a good salesman. You know how to sell stuff, and you're a hard worker. But don't take that job. She wanted me to keep my own business. And you know, at that moment, it was the truth that I needed. Now, we could have had somebody say, oh, gosh, you know, you'll be good at it. Hooray. Oh, yes. Truth and critical feedback is that which gives, which is given to you by people that love you, that care about you, that know what you're made of. Who do you have in your life that will deliver to you the truth and critical feedback? Because that is an element of support you cannot prosper without. You seek feedback even though... It may not be pleasant. And the great thing is I have a comedy background, and I learned about feedback a long time ago, 25 years ago when I was doing open mic nights, for God's sakes. You get feedback immediately. You write a two-minute bit. You get on stage. You get laughs or you do not. You know whether it works. So I learned to seek out feedback. When I would meet with a, when I'd get on stage and try out something new, I would take a friend, maybe somebody that had a good ear for this sort of thing. And then we'd get down afterwards, and I would break down the performance and take notes. And they'd say, oh, it was great. I said, no, don't tell me that. What was actually good? What hit? What did not? Where did we screw up? Where did I lose the audience? Give me the high point of this program and the low point of this program. That's feedback that is never always, it's not always friendly, it's not always fun to hear, but you need it. Truth and critical feedback. Who is, who is in your life that will give you truth and critical feedback. More importantly, do you have the balls and the backbone to handle it? Can you actually hear the truth and then learn from it and make yourself better? Second element of success is it turns as it comes from support. The second element of support, I should say, as it relates to your success is accountability. You know, we live in a society with personal consultants, personal trainers. We've got all sorts of, we got shamans and firewalkers and all these kinds of people that you can employ that are supposed to help you achieve something. But are they the right support? And more importantly, they're only supportive if they give you accountability, if they actually hold your feet to the fire and make you do what you say you are going to do. My friend Walter Bond is a former professional basketball player. He writes books and delivers speeches now, sort of like I do. Uh, And he talks about going to practice every day. And he talks about being on the floor and having some fat guy sweating profusely with a beer in his hand yelling, you suck, you suck. And Walter says, I worked every day, eight hours a day at getting better at basketball. Do you work eight hours a day at getting better at your job? Who holds you accountable? Do you have a coach? Do you have a trainer? See, that's the thing about professional athletes. They've got someone that's working with them to improve. It holds them accountable makes them get on a scale, makes them go to the gym, makes them do the work, the shoot around, the practice. So accountability is what you need as a critical element of the support system. And so few of us want it because we kind of get lazy. We say things like, well, you know, uh, uh, I don't, I don't have, I don't, I don't, I didn't have time to do that. You know, I work for myself. I say this all the time. There's no such thing. I work for all my clients, but I could probably not do 
as much as I do, who would know? <laughs> but when you work for yourself or you run your own business, you have a certain level of self-accountability. But what I also do is I surround myself with friends. I surround myself with people that actually want me to get better, and I challenge myself to be as good as them. You know, folks that make me read, make me think, make me think differently, make me work hard, challenge me, not keeping up with the Joneses. Again, peer pressure is only bad if your peers are bad. What if your peers make you better, make you stronger, make you smarter, make you work harder, make you adjust, make you, make you adapt, make you think differently. That's accountability also. If you need an accountability partner, by the way, you can find somebody, I'm sure. You know, they do, uh, I, uh, mastermind groups are a very popular thing now. I'm still too much of a loner to be in one. But again, I have certain relationships with people that I reach out to that hold me accountable. And I encourage you to do the same. Third element of support as it relates to your personal and professional success is backing when your back is against the wall. Okay, you know what I'm talking about. I told you that I've been through the ringer years ago, and and if you run your own business, or even if you don't, you're going to have ups and downs. There's going to be some really, really bad times. Sometimes through no fault of your own, you're going to be in a really bad situation. Who do you turn to? Who can you look for support from when your back is against the wall? You know, in the old days, we used to talk about someone having a big Rolodex. If you're younger than about 45 or so years old or 40 years old, you probably don't even know what I'm talking about. A Rolodex was a, a file that one person would keep on their desk, and it had all their business cards from other people and all the names and phone numbers for everybody that they had done business with or could reach out to. So who do you have in your life that you can turn to when your back is against the wall, when the chips are down? Now, you've got your certain types of relationships, your family, your friends, your professional uh, co-workers or com comrades or uh, folks that you do business with, your customers, your clients, sometimes it's your co-workers, and then of course the people that you pay to give you support. Maybe it's a lawyer or an accountant. Those are the category. And the reality is, whether you're having a bad time, a bad week, bad quarter, bad year, bad decade, most people don't care. Yeah, just it's the reality of it. People care about themselves. Most folks don't care about you. So those that do, you create because you give them support back. Meaning those that you can turn to when your back is against the wall are the same folks that would call you when their back is against the wall. Who do you have that relationship with that truly would be there for you? And here's the thing. You've heard of the little boy who cries wolf? If your back is against the wall every single day and every single week and you're calling on these people, eventually they will stop taking the call. Eventually they will stop returning the text, email, or stopping by to check on you because you know what? You've gone to the well one too many times. The only folks that are going to respond anymore are going to be your drama seekers that you get together and get dramatic with. You don't want that. There's an old statement. The guy who's worthy of a loan is the guy who would never ask you for it. Now, of course, it could be a girl also. I just happen to say guy because that's the old statement. You know, don't be the person that is afraid to reach out for help when you really need it. Goodness sakes, I'm in the business of agriculture. I'm a farm boy. And what's happening in agriculture is tragic right now. There's like five to six times the amount of the incidence of suicide as there is compared to the average uh, non-agricultural person. It's really, really tragically sad. You know, running your own business can be very taxing, can be very financially and emotionally exhausting. Uh, but when you need help seek it out. It's important to understand what support is not. You know, as, as critically important as it is to cultivate the right success for your personal and professional prosperity, it's important to understand what support isn't. Support is not enabling. 
either seeking it out or being the enabler yourself. I mean, I know people that are my age that have adult children and they are still giving them money. If you give your adult children money and you allow your adult children to be irresponsible, to not work, to not save, to not invest, to not go out and become adults, you are enabling, you are coddling, you are not supporting. If you prevent people from facing the music when they've actually screwed up, you are not supportive. You are enabling and coddling. If you bail people out that constantly screw up, you are enabling. You are coddling. Is this clear? You know, paying for people who should be paying their own way is not supporting. It is enabling. There's three elements of support. I gave them to you because none of us are an island. We all work with and for other people. We live in a society with other people. None of us can get by being a loner, even though we sometimes are loners. We sometimes are, like me, closetly introverted. We all have to have the right kind of people in our corner to give us truth and critical feedback, accountability, and then backing when our back is against the wall. So that's a question for you. Who's in your corner? If you are the average of your five closest relationships, who have you cultivated relationships with? And by the way, you get supportive people that will be there for you by being that person for them, meaning being there for others. Cultivate your support system. Don't take it lightly. And it's been very important to me. I believe that one one person uh, one person does touch a lot of others, and uh, just like that uh, that situation in It's a Wonderful Life, when Clarence uh, when Clarence teaches George Bailey that his life has impacted so many others. Who are the people that you have in your corner giving you the support to become all that you can be, and what are you doing to help others through your support of them? Truth and critical feedback, accountability, and backing when your back's against the wall. That's your three elements of support. I wish you well in your endeavors. Go out there and do business better.